It is time for our 360 Spotlight. We're looking at Traeger. The grill maker reported its quarterly numbers yesterday. I want to go in there with some details. Joining me right now is the company's CEO, Jeremy Andrus. Thank you so much for being with us. It was a tough quarter. Um, you had to lower guidance, but I know you're working hard on cutting costs, profitability. What's going on here and what happened in the last quarter that maybe will change going forward? Yeah, look, let, let, let me start by saying uh, it's a challenging backdrop. The, the, macro, the macroeconomic backdrop from a supply chain perspective, from a consumer behavior perspective, um, but I remain incredibly confident in the long-term opportunity of this business. Uh, this is a, um, you know, we the, the thesis hasn't changed. We've always been an innovator, a disruptor, um, you know, we, we have this incredibly passionate community that we call the Traegerhood. And the, these trends of home cooking uh, and sort of food as an experience, these are not going away. And so, um, you know, they, I, I think that's important to note up front. Uh, it may take a little bit longer to get there. Uh, there. There are, it's been a volatile couple of years. As you think about how consumer demand really grew during the pandemic, and, and, and in the spring really shifted towards buying uh, goods, particularly high ticket items for their homes. And they went out and they started traveling. Uh, we certainly feel uh, that trend. We have felt some of the margin trends and supply chain and transportation. And so uh, tough order, tough, tough environment. And uh, we're gonna navigate it uh, in a responsible way. Mm -hmm. And so the supply chain is, is part of it. I'm sure costs of goods, costs of labor, transportation from getting things from point A to point B. Um, how have you discussed, you know, inflationary environment with the team because and some of these hurdles? I mean, so, so unfortunately, we are a market taker on, on, on many of these supply chain costs. Cost of steel, cost of transportation, uh, co cost of microprocessors. So we are a market taker, and we can only control what we can control. Uh, fortunately, we've already seen uh, indications of these elevated costs coming down, and so that that will begin to benefit us in 23. In the near term, we do what good operators do: we get really disciplined around spend, uh, we get scrappy, mm -hmm. we get resourceful. And, 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 and we very thoughtfully balance how we navigate the reality of the near term and ensure that we are preserving uh, what, what we're building, which is yeah. uh, it, it's a community, it's product, it's innovation that our consumers love. So it's a tricky balancing right. act. And, you know, we've had to cut costs. How are you doing that? Um, Look, it's uh, it, this is actually a great exercise for business to go through, and, and every CEO would say, I would rather not go through it, uh, but we have gone through every line item in the budget, every place we, we, we spend money, and we've had to step back and think about real prioritization. What matters? What is sacred to our future? Uh, to ensure that we succeed. Uh, where can we consolidate? Where can we get more efficient? Um, and, and so we've cut costs across the board. Uh, we're making hard decisions. And I will tell you, uh, we're, we're not yet, we're, we're on the other side of many of these hard decisions. 
it's made us lean it's made us scrappy uh like 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 we we were in our earliest days and i really believe that there's this benefit of not only more innovative thinking but as the macro environment starts to turn we then have more investment capacity to lean into our strategy okay so you're, you're going line by line and trying to imp improve profitability, drive profit, um, doing the hard work. I'm also curious about the different opportunities here. North America revenue declined in the second quarter. It looks like 8%. Rest of the world, um, you're around the world here, right? Is, th is this number right, up 38%? And you had an acquisition? Yeah, that, that, that's correct. So um, most of our revenue is driven by uh, by the by the North American geography. And so, uh, if you if you're to look at the U.S., for example, the grilling category was down 20 percent year to date. Uh, at a unit at a unit level, it's actually down 30 percent year to date. And so that is this is the category that we play in. Uh, it's a very resilient category long term. Uh, it, it, it has always bounced back. And incidentally, if you go back and look at 20 years of data uh, in this category, the steepest decline was a single year in 2009, where it was down 10%. So the category will recover. Uh, we are mostly a North American focused business from, from a revenue okay. perspective. And, 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 and we're being resourceful so that we can, we just don't have the same luxury of investing the way that we did. And so we've got to be more prioritized and thoughtful. And what are some of the trends that you're seeing? I mean, let's have a little fun here. What are you seeing that people are using the grills for? I mean, I, I'm sure you have plenty of competition when it comes to the world of grilling, but what are some things that are working for you? So, so I'm glad you asked that. Um, this, is what, this is what I think is the most important and the leading indicator of our future. First of all, we have this incredibly engaged community and so if you look at all of the social uh, KPIs around engagement, involvement, passion, they're off the charts. If you look at our, our Traeger Day, for example, uh, it's a national holiday. We created it five years ago. Uh, it's, mid, it was middle, it's middle of May. It was the highest engaged day of our community in the history of the brand in 35 years. So the community's engaged. Uh, we have hundreds of thousands of connected grills, and so we get to we get to look at cook data. The reality is they are cooking as much now as they were cooking 12 months ago during the pandemic, and and I, I think that's important to note because it suggests that this is not a pandemic-driven uh, phenomenon. Traeger has grown at at, at, at very meaningful Kagers uh, for the nearly decade that I've been here. And the fact that consumers continue to lean in and to cook and to engage with the brand, I think that's a super positive indicator that, that our consumer base is, is active and passionate. Um, other consumers are focused more on experience-based spend, but when their focus comes back to this category, which we know that it will, um, we're really well positioned to take advantage of it. All right. Well, sounds good to me. Good luck. I know you've been saying Thanks the macro so environment is a tough one, but uh, thank you so much for being here, Jeremy. Jeremy Andrus, CEO of Traeger. Thanks.